You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome in, folks, here on a Saturday on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe Delio, joined by Chris Fum. We are giving you our quick discussion on the NFL draft, as we typically do on these Saturday episodes. You're probably tuning into some of the bowl game action, maybe some of the FCS playoff action that has been going on. But we're already in bowl season, which also means that we are in uh, the soon-to-be start of the 2022 NFL draft cycle. That meaning we are getting early declarations. We're getting players announcing that they're going to sit out of their bowl games. Um, players that are, are focusing their attentions to the next level, giving us perfect timing to discuss and talk about some of those names and players. So, Chris, I want to hit on the quarterbacks first that are going to be the driving force for this cycle, not because they're all really good, but because there is a ton of volatility in the opinions of how good these players are. And just because of the current quarterback situation for the Giants, it is going to be discussed and talked about through the entirety of the cycle if the Giants will pull the trigger at one of those two likely top 10 picks on a quarterback. The names that have officially decided that they're coming out, Carson Strong, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, and then Kenny Pickett, I believe, is going to sit out of the Peach Bowl. So he is going to focus his attention to the NFL draft. And there's probably a couple guys that were already missing. I believe Ritter, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, also accepted his invite to the Senior Bowl, indicating that he's headed to the NFL draft. But Chris, this group... Um, underwhelming but still names to be aware of because of the connection to the Giants needed at quarterback yeah it's the quarterback position you always have to pay attention to it even if the uh even if the selection isn't great even if it's a weak class quarterbacks always always play an, an outsized role in the draft board because if you don't have a quarterback you are not going to compete at least not consistently we have seen that the yeah, the Giants have seen where they've had a great defense, but the offensive play just hasn't been consistent enough. We saw that with the Ravens for a few years. We saw that with the Jaguars. We've seen that with the Jaguars pretty consistently. And you know, the the Browns with the what eighty seven quarterbacks they've had in the last twenty years or whatever the number is, uh, it's not that many, but it's been a lot. If you don't have a quarterback, you need a quarterback. So that means teams are going to focus on all of these guys who come out in the hopes that one of them will be a franchise player. Uh, I'm not sure who it will be, if any of them will be, but 
they're all going to be names you're going to have to know. They're all going to be names we're going to hear a lot of over the next few months. Right. The strange thing about this this quarterback class, that's actually an interesting way to look at it, is that there's like going to be five or six guys that are in the mix and there's going to be a wide range of opinions on where they're going to go and they're probably going to all get drafted in completely random orders um, compared to what I think maybe we're hoping to happen. And the reality of it is a, a good chunk of them are probably not going to hit. A good chunk of them are probably going to turn into backups or fizzle out or maybe not even really get a legitimate shot in this league. But there's probably going to be one or two guys that do turn into quality starters. And even when we look back at the horrendous draft class that was the one that Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins were in and Jarrett Stidham was in, there was still one guy above the rest that turned into an elite NFL player being Kyler Murray. Now, we had a higher expectation that was going to happen, but even in these really bad quarterback classes, there's always somebody that turns out to be um, a quality above average or sometimes a really good starter. I think another year that you can kind of compare it to, Chris, and this class was still better than the current one, is the year that Baker Mayfield was drafted first overall. There was a ton of debate on who went where in that group. There wasn't a consensus. There wasn't a, this is this is the guy, this is the first overall pick. Um, you still had a bunch of guys go in the top 10. But if you look at the class now, Darnold was a miss. Baker Mayfield has played well, but not up to that first overall pick level. And there's the possibility that he does not return with the Cleveland Browns in the next few seasons. And then Josh Rosen, we know that that was a total bust. And then the two best players in the class end up being Josh Allen, who was drafted later, and then Lamar Jackson, who was drafted at the very end of the first round. So there's a really strong possibility that happens with this class. And the, the question that we have to ask ourselves, and the Giants have to ask themselves, is do they risk pulling the trigger on somebody and them being one of the busts, or they take the first guy and he ends up being the bust? Yeah, that I think really is the question. And I think it comes down to what the Giants feel about Daniel Jones, uh, what their next general manager feels about Daniel Jones, how Joe Judge feels about him, and really also about Jones's health, because he has been injured every year for the last four years. Now, yes, he hasn't been in the NFL for four years, but I am also counting that broken collarbone he had back as a I believe a senior or maybe redshirt junior, whichever at Duke where he had to have the plate put in. He missed time. He was able to come back and play, which yes, he is very tough, but he also does get hurt. (laughs) And it, (laughs) it really seems more like a certainty than a question whether or not he's going to play a full season and, or rather whether or not he's going to miss time in a season. And that really does, I think, have to factor into your evaluation of Jones as a quarterback. You know, a as we have a 17-game and eventually, and I don't think it's going to be that long before we have an 18-game season, Yeah, you need your quarterback to be on the field. Otherwise, you're definitely going to have to sink resources into your backup quarterback if you know he is going to be playing 20, 25% of your games. Right. And that, again, I, I really do think that things are trending in the direction that the Giants do take a quarterback, and it just depends on who they end up selecting. And I'm sure that there will be a lot of dissection of these quarterbacks. There were also declarations from some skill position players, um, Chris, and 
Not surprisingly, the Gi- actually somewhat surprisingly, but at this point, it is not a surprise that the Giants are probably going to need to reevaluate some of these skill position groups, particularly the receiver position. They might be reevaluating what they're doing at the running back position. And some of the names that have already declared Traylon Burks from Arkansas, Kenneth Walker, the running back from Michigan State, Drake London from USC, Isaiah Spiller running back from Texas A&M, and then uh, Kyron Williams, the Notre Dame running back. And I really think that any of those positions are going to be on the board and available. Tight end is certainly going to be in the mix. So I'm keeping my eyes open on any of these players because right now the current group of skill position guys are just not getting the job done. Yeah, each one of those guys, except for Traylon Burks, the wide receiver wide receiver out of Arkansas, I think could be in the conversation for the Giants on day two. Uh, one of those three picks as it stands now, three picks they've got between the second and third rounds. I'd also had David Bell out of Purdue. He was an uh, early declare as a, I believe he's a junior. Uh, another good wide receiver. They, they scheme him touches in a lot of different ways. He runs a really diverse route tree. You know, he could be an answer on the outside because it's pretty clear right now that Darius Slayton is not getting it done for the Giants on the outside. And they need a dependable target somewhere <laughs> on the field. <laughs> you know, someone who can maybe separate with his route running and hang on to the ball when it gets to him. That would be nice. That would be a, a pretty big boost for the offense. Yeah, you know, Traylon Burks, I I I would be surprised if he doesn't go in the first round guys his size with his athleticism particularly for his size they're almost always first round picks yeah you know, his name has kind of lost some luster as arkansas trailed off over the course of the season but i think once scouts and teams get a look at him you know just on his own particularly with the co- the scouting combine I think we're going to see him rise back up draft boards. Now, the two that are interesting, or three, I should say, that are interesting to me are, are Kenneth Walker, Isaiah Spiller, and Kyron Williams, the three running backs. There is not a Saquon Barkley in this draft class. There no. isn't a a running back class like we had last year with uh, Travis Etienne and the running backs out of North Carolina and... Najah Harris out of Alabama, where you just have so many really good runners where it it would make sense to pick one in the first round. I'm not sure there's a, a guaranteed first round running back in this class, but each of these guys are really interesting. Walker has just fantastic vision, fantastic contact balance, and he just gets yards and he, may, he scores points. Spiller, if the Giants are looking for a guy who can run between the tackles and also pass protect, Particularly if, you know, maybe the almost unthinkable happens and the Giants trade Saquon Barkley, I could see them taking a look at Isaiah Spiller. And then Kyron Williams is just fun. You know, he is kind of a classic scat back. He, he can handle more of a workload than I than I think you would his build would suggest, but just as a guy who can catch out of the backfield, make defenders miss, and just rack up yards in space, he's a lot of fun. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And speaking of fun, too, we've got the other side of the football, the defensive players, and we're getting all these players at positions in need for the Giants on defense that are declaring Kayvon Thibodeau, probably going to be the first overall pick, George Karloftis from Purdue, the the defensive end, Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame, and then DeMarvin Leal, uh, the defensive lineman from Texas A&M. And I think all these players, all four of them, are going to be in play for either of those two top ten picks for the Giants. considering how top-heavy this... Actually, not top-heavy, how talented this defensive class is at the top. So all of those names are going to be in play. Thibodeau probably won't be. There should be a hope that Hamilton slides because of his position and there's an overthinking process. But additionally, Karloftis, um, you can't go wrong with a player of his caliber and what he's been able to do in his career at Purdue. Yeah, I, I would be stunned if Kayvon Thibodeau is sitting there for the Giants, you know, maybe if everything breaks right, the Giants, either the Giants or the Bears lose out and just everybody else wins just enough that they're able to crack the, one of those picks is able to crack the top two, but that is exceedingly unlikely. Uh, I don't think the Giants are going to have a chance at Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. It, it it's nice. That was a nice dream for a minute there, but it's not going to happen. Uh, George Karloftis is really interesting to me. He plays at a, in a stand-up role quite a bit from what I've seen, but personally, I, I look at him as just like a, a strong side 4-3 defensive end. Like it, He is kind of a Justin Tuck type player. Uh, he doesn't quite have, I, I don't think, Justin Tuck's athleticism and length, but just as a guy who can set an edge, who can be completely dependable as a run defender and disruptive as a pass rusher, uh, that's who I think he is. Now, I'm not sure if that fits the Giants' defense just because of how many different things Patrick Graham asks his edge rushers to do. Yeah, Hand in the dirt, he'd be great at that. But playing as a rush linebacker, occasionally dropping into space, uh, doing all the loops and twists and stunts that Graham asks the Giants' edges to do. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a fit. He is a good player. He's a great power rusher. I think the Giants could use more speed 
in their front seven, which is an, another slight, I don't want to say knock, but just not quite a, a mesh point for the team. But I, I think Carl Loftus is going to be a good player in the NFL, just maybe not for the Giants. Kyle Hamilton, we've talked about him a lot. Dude's a unicorn. Uh, if his knee checks out and he's sitting there, draft him. He will change the way your defense is able to play defense. You know, he is he can do just about anything except play nose tackle. Uh, and, and I'm not sh- quite sure what else there is to say. And then Demarvin Leal, he he his production does not match his physical traits. But if you can get those physical traits to really be unlocked, damn, because he could be like a Christian Barmore or a maybe even Gerald McCoy type defensive tackle. He's really athletic, really explosive, but he's also strong and can hold up at the point of attack. And yeah, yeah, the Giants have invested a ton in defensive ta- in defensive tackles, defensive linemen. I would not expect them to draft one as highly as Leal is going to be drafted. But I think he's going to put on something of a show at the scouting combine. Yeah, a lot of good, fun defensive names that are going to be in the mix, and we're probably going to get some declarations from these uh, the corner class as well. Folks, that's going to be it for us on this Saturday. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date, and we will talk to you soon. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.